welcome everybody to the Love of Books podcast. We are your hosts, Lucy and Cindy. Yes, and Cindy, uh, start us off with how special this episode um, will start on our series. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing the um, the collection of the Black Brotherhood um, series, with, which is, um, of course, a vampire book. Um, and I know we read this collection or this series um almost immediately when it came out right yeah yeah okay um we read the series back in high school no i think it was at the end of high school yeah yeah because the first book which is the one you'll introduce came out in 2006 oh yeah maybe five yeah yeah so it was like at the tail end of it um but i know that's thousand wow. Um it's still a very long time ago. <laughs> yes. Um, but I know I um I read them and I think um if I'm correct, I remember a few books were actually already out when I jumped on board for this book because I remember I read the first one in like a couple of days like I didn't even sleep and then I remember oh, okay, no. on to the next one <laughs> so um I know I didn't read it right away um but either way um I know it's it's been it's been a while since I've actually like read read the whole collection and um I sorry I love I love this series I love all the characters the side characters in this series, I think it's been written really good. Um, and just, you know, I, I love this series. I love it. I have all the books, hardcover. Um, Ooh, uh-huh. And um, and just, you know, my favorite, my favorite brother <laughs> is, mm-hmm. uh, for me, is Vicious. So, oh, um, okay. So that's just a little bit of my story with with this series. Well, you just mentioned it. We both uh, got into the series when we were immediately when it came out or like a few years after it came out. So we had a lot to binge read immediately. And you are absolutely right. I did the same thing, too. As soon as I got those books and I started reading them, I did not sleep. And back then when I was younger, (laughs) I could like go all night reading yes. a book finishing it and then going the next day to school or to you know work whatever it was that easy nowadays you know is I'm you know I find it hard to find books that I could actually you know just pass all night reading it without sleeping and still be awake for the next day so it's a it's a contrast of what we read when we were younger and now they're reading it older and, and such but we'll start off with the first book and it's dark lover uh it's up so initially cindy i want to get you read the book physically you had the book and read it right the first time yes yes okay so after that first time that you read it did you ever and then after the audiobooks came out you know after and then 
um, now how they're published is like as soon as you get the um, as soon as the book is physically published, immediately you get the audiobook. In fact, some people even order the audiobook before they get the physical book. So is this your first time listening to the Brotherhood um, on audio or have you done it like later when the series was already developed and you just started getting audio? Um, I've always just read the books, books? and okay. I've gone back to certain books um, a few times. Um, and of course, once you read them, like you kind of skip through your favorite parts or whatever. Um, but I've read like as a collection, maybe one other time other than, you know, the initial, the first time that I read it. And this okay. is my first time listening to these books. Um, oh, okay. So it so um it's it's felt a little different, but um but never I but you know what I think the the narrator does a good job, so I didn't mind it at all. Um, oh. just just oh, the no. way that yes. <laughs> just the way that um it was read. I think they did a really good job. Um, so I, so this is my first time listening to audio. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and the, and the reader that they end up getting, Jim Frank Dion, um, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, that man knows how to pronounce it. He, he pronounced all of the, uh, lexicon that, um, the books have and stuff. So it's really helpful now reading the audio so you can get the actual no, like terms and their meanings and stuff. Never made yes. mm -hmm. um, and stuff so um okay so this is your first time okay <laughs> sorry he's in the background he's really yelling yeah i know i'm sorry yeah don't worry don't worry i just yeah. want to pause so then i can allow it so i can edit it later okay and such okay yeah okay so well, that's great. I'm glad that you like the um, the audio and stuff. Now, we're kind of contrast because we both know we love the book. This is Dark Lover, and this is dealing with, um, if our audience can remember, we did a point five, which was Darius, okay? This is the continuation. This leads into the first book, which is Dark Lover. This deals with wrath. And Darius's daughter, Beth, obviously she's already in her 20s. Uh, and grown up and stuff. Uh, so I wanted to get your feedback on like, did you find it anything different? Because we read it when we were younger and now we're older, obviously more experienced with life and such like that. Did you feel anything different? Or, you know, did you pay attention to some areas more than others? Or was it normal? Like, you know what, I'm just going to skip over and go to the good parts. <laughs> um, you know, I think I mentioned um, this when we were talking about um, Darius, like the first book. But one thing that I started kind of doing, even when I first, the first round of me reading these books, um, was I started to skip the chapters that talked about the lessers um oh, uh -huh. just really wasn't my cup of tea like I just I I wasn't really interested in it um or I well just, are you saying that are you saying that like in the 
did you do that earlier in the beginning when you first read this book or the second time when you listened to the audio or, you know, grabbed the book again and reread it? Is this the second time I that you did it? Over? No, I did it when I got to book three or four. And that's the oh, first time okay. reading it. So even then, I just it just didn't interest me, which I know it's a big part of the book. <laughs> but I I felt like I wasn't missing anything on the lessers. Like I wasn't like if I skipped their chapters, it wasn't really going to affect me. Um, so that's still I feel even now. Um, I found myself skipping the chapters just because. I, I like their point of view and what they're doing and their concept. And I think, yes, it is important to kind of understand why, you know, they're there. But um, I don't know. I just, I, can, I, can, I can't seem to want to uh, listen to that <laughs> yes. part. So I, I did force myself on a couple of chapters here, just like as a refresher, since it's just been a while since I you know reread these books um right. but um still still I I feel mm -hmm. like yes you can read it and and you know you'll you'll see um their mission their perspective like how they were created what's you know their goal uh with their brotherhood um and all that stuff so definitely you know reading it is but I find myself still skipping the chapters where they're involved um and I you know what and then listening to it I I could have sworn that um his Quint no Quinn um yeah. that he for for some reason I remember that he came in at a later book and not on the not like on the on the second book for some reason I kept thinking that he came in later but um it makes sense for him to come in the second book, especially the way that he comes in. Um, but um, so that kind of refreshed that that little detail was a reminder for me in in the second book. But um, but other than that, it's still the same G good book that I listen. I find myself listening to. I you know I know we'll dive in there, but there were certain parts where it was easier for me to hit the back button of like the 15 seconds or the chapter just to like re uh, like listen and listen to it again because it was like a favorite chapter um or a favorite part of, of that specific book okay that, that's interesting obviously to, uh to know I still find myself also boring on uh, the lesser parts and stuff but I feel like it's strange to find or well, not necessarily strange but um it's just that these books have been out you know they publish and later on the audiobooks so they're out there and stuff I feel like it's a foundation of paranormal romance um and everything's built on it. it's just that it it's just hard to come across somebody who has built a wor world like J.R. Warden and I know there's people who give her saying like oh she's not all that and stuff I'm like yeah everybody has their opinion but I feel like there is no one out there that has done the same perhaps before I can't came, claim before because I, I I can't say but after it's very rare for someone to go into that depth of the world to paint it for the for the reader which goes back to 
your portion of why you're skipping the lesser parts. Now, if, if the audience is coming in not knowing what they expect, I advise you to read it all because lesser society, those are the enemies that they're fighting. You know, they're, um, they're very important to the vampire world and their world and stuff. And that drama, you know, it's made up to give the uh, brotherhood a nemesis, you know, someone to go out by. So not only are they finding their happily ever after with their mates and such, but you also see that they are also, that's why they're a, a, a brotherhood. Mm -hmm. They are warriors, you know, they're fighting to protect their kind against these, you know, supernatural, you know, um, beings, you know. And so, so it's important, but like, I guess you're at that stage that I, I just want to get to the good parts. Okay. Where's wrath? Where's Beth? Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yes. Um, but now going on to the main characters, wrath and Beth, um, reading it the second time or listening to the second time, did you, okay. First of all, did you, did you even think that wrath and Beth were a good couple to begin with? Like saying, Oh, okay. Even if they're not your favorite, but did you do you think that they're a power couple, you know, in the world and stuff? Obviously, the king, queen, and stuff. Did you think of him as earlier when you first read this book, or now? Did you read it, or are they insignificant in the whole, uh, you know, um, series? <laughs> so you, you know what? For some reason, uh, so I, I, I think, um, I think they're. I don't know. It's weird to say. Um, in the first and second book, I think that you don't, um, you really don't get the feel of of them being like a power couple. Uh, uh -huh. Because their first book, I feel like, you know, you're, you're, you're setting up a whole series, basically. <laughs> um the book was more of an introduction to all the brothers um, and to the world and what's going on with the lessers and to basically, like I said, all like to all the main characters that are going to be in the rest of the series. So, um, so I, uh, that book to me was, yes, like you you do have the part of their love, how they came about um, and everything. But I feel like the first book didn't really concentrate too hard on, on you know, like the small or the, the smaller details of them being a couple and how they're ruling. Um, I, I think it was just. That's true. That's true. Yes, I, you're I, right. It, it, this book just starts it, you know? Yeah. I feel that it, it's a good book. It's, I, I, like I said, I like the romance. I like her background. I like all of that. Um, but I, I do feel that this book does, it, it's a good starting point to a series. Um, but I do wish I would have probably gotten a little bit more of how they are after you know, after they assume the throne and everything like yeah. that. Um, and in the second book, you don't really, I mean, they're mentioned, but, you know, you really don't, don't hear from them. And it's funny because 
when um when Mary comes to the house, I could have sworn that she's kind of buddy buddy with Beth. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, there's only like one time where she's like, "Oh, you'll be safe here." But she really didn't seem kind of like a queen would kind of be more supportive, especially because she into this world without without knowing this world existed. Um, and I think it's it's odd or well not odd, but I think it's funny that the person that Mary's relying on is, is her name's Bella, Bell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which is a vampire that already knows the world. I would think that she would better um relate to Beth because she went through the same thing. The only difference is the Mary, you know, she didn't obviously she's not transitioning to, you know, to become yeah. like a vampire, but I thought that was that was a little bit weird. And I wish that could have been a moment for for the readers to be like, yes, she's she's doing what a queen would do. You know what I mean? Um so I can remember I think in Quinn's book you you see a little bit more of Beth. Um, and that's only because of that whole relationship with uh, her father. But right. um, but I feel like I, I would like to I would like to see Beth and Beth just a little bit more. Well, yeah, you're right and stuff. This is the first initial book, literally, well, you know, of the series that was published aside from Darius recently being published and made made into a point five one but for Beth and Wrath um you know them establishing themselves as the main well each book has their main couple but I'm talking about in the vampire world remember Wrath um refused to take the throne and rule um his you know his people and stuff because he didn't think himself worthy he felt himself a coward um and such but when he unwillingly you know wanted help beth through her transition because of what darius asked him um before he he was murdered and so so he ended up doing it obviously he ended up falling in love with her finding his queen and um, you know, had the strength to ascend the throne. He took himself out of rotation, and now they're one less uh, fighter out there, but he's ruling the people as he should, which is a proud moment in there. It's a, you know, he, it's been a long time waiting. He's been loved for it, so it took a good woman <laughs> yeah. to get him to do his proper job and stuff. Now, you're, um, like yearning to find more in depth to their relationship is not lost on, you know, people wanting that. And J.R. Warden gives us that later on. So this is, you have to continue. And I think I wouldn't suggest like skipping any books and stuff because you kind of missed out. But if you just want to concentrate on Beth and Rat like love story entirely there are books that you could follow solely on them J.R. Warden has um not only done a book 
on specific brothers, you know, and, and their individual love stories, but he's she's also expanded into full length books their stories again. So you'll find another book that is just about Wrath and um Beth. And not all of them, but because they're and that's why I named them a power couple because they are ahead of the the the, the vampire race. So they we want to know more about them, you know, as the books and the society and, and, um, you know, their world is evolving and it is, it is, this is why there's so many books <laughs> and stuff and like spot, um, spinoffs and stuff. So it's, it's sort of important to read them in order, but you know, if you just want to concentrate on Beth and Wrath, I think you could go astray from the linear, uh, way of reading this after you've written read, sorry after you've read at least the main characters like the six seven um, brothers in there after that you could start selecting what books to concentrate more on on your favorite characters and so, which then like, leads me into um, Ra a Rage's book Rage's book which is Lover Eternal okay now this is my favorite. Rage is my brother. Okay. He is my man. He will always be uh, the one. As soon as I read this book, I've read this book. Not only the first time that he came out, I binge read it immediately in one sitting. After that, I ended up getting the audiobook as soon as it was released when I was younger. Okay. And hearing it. So, and I have it saved on my phone as an ebook. So whenever I want to go to a, you know, favorite of mine, I always pick up Rage's book and reread the good parts. I even have them bookmarked and stuff. So this book, I feel like I know it like in the back of my hand. Okay. Because this man is the one. This book is a five <laughs> in my, in my, in my ratings. Okay. I've never given a five before. Okay. Yeah. This is a five for me. Okay. No fail. No fail. No one can say anything bad about rage. Okay. It's so, like he has everything. Um, at least it in my perspective and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And um how he meets up with Mary. So I'll give you a little background on rage, you know. So we know Brad is the king and he was reluctant and he came to power, you know to um, take the reins. So Rage is known as the playboy, the pretty boy. His nickname is Hollywood. He has blonde hair, nice teeth, chism, you know, features, great body, obviously massive body because he's one of the best warriors they got, you know, and stuff. So, and he's always with a woman every night and stuff. But obviously until you read the book, you know why he's such... Uh, uh, you could say uh, he's always with girls and multiple girls and doing several acts and stuff because he needs to keep the edge off of his monster. But then you, then he falls for immediately a standard, you know, serious um, human, you know, very contradicting and stuff. And that's what immediately got me hooked on this book you know and now there's been several books that portray that you know like someone is always prettier than the other one but you know they deal with their personalities and that's what they 
you know, fall in love with, but how the author ended up writing this book. And I feel like emphasizing, uh, I can't say character development, but like how they interact with each other and how Mary ends up changing, uh, it, it, you know, throughout the book and stuff. Um, I love it. I love it. This, to me, is my favorite couple, no matter what. <laughs> so how did you feel reading this book? This is the second book. Obviously, this is the second book and stuff. And reading after um, Raph's book. Obviously, you heard it, I think, right? Yes, yes. Yes. So what did so, you think about this one after? Um. So I um I this is my first time listening to the audio. Um I read it and I I do like this book. I feel like now this book because we've met everybody basically. Okay, um, it's already been set up. Yeah, everything's been set up. You do concentrate a lot more in the love relationship of this of this book. Mm-hmm. Um and I I loved it. I I mean I I I also loved their um their love story. This is not my brother, um, <laughs> but I I did like it. I like that you know these these war these um vampires. Yeah, they're you know they come from you know purebred and all that stuff. But um, but what I like is that they all have their unique like curse <laughs> or yes. their unique mm-hmm. thing and you know with uh with rage it was the curse you know that he bad mouthed to the scribe virgin to basically who they um who they answered to and he was you know cursed with this beast and i and i i like that that intrigued me because it was something that it's like a superpower but at the same time it was it was something that pained him because he didn't like to sleep around he didn't yes. he didn't like mm-hmm. to do all of that like he even mentions to one of his brothers like hey can you not make fun of me anymore can you not say like oh you're the ladies man or whatever so it made me uh, that's why I liked it too because it was very something that he he fought with it wasn't like oh I'm a pretty and you know I'm a pretty vampire and I'm just gonna you know be a ladies man Uh, I I did like that aspect of the character Um, and their love story to me is very I, I like it it's very sweet they're both you know find each other I think at a point where they needed each other yeah. um you know be, uh you know Mary because you know she's been sick and you know she's she's fallen again um sick and I think <clears throat> I think her going through like chemo and stuff like that alone um it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to oh, take in the news yeah. that you have anything like that, let alone going through it alone. Um, and I think, like I said, with rage and, you know, being cursed for so long and him not liking to just, you know, sleep with random women and stuff like that. Um, I, I like that they found each other and that they're each other's, you know, positive support system. And you're right you know mary at first because she's gone through so much she's very 
I have to do everything myself. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't count on anybody. I need to be my own, you know, supporter and, and, and I need to be brave. I, I can't, you know, I don't need to show kind of like that I am scared of this and that I am sad because I don't want pity from anybody and, and, the ha- and I'm doing this on my own. So this is how it has to be. And one of my favorite parts in this book that I've reread and read and read oh, again uh-huh. is um, the part where she's at Bella's house and, you know, she's just gotten her results and, you know, um, rage, all he knows is that nobody can find her. Um, she's nowhere to be found. And he finds her at, of course, Bella's house. And, you know, and he's just like, fun, you don't want me around. I'm bye, you know, have a good life. And, you know, it, it's funny that he's walking away instead of disappearing, instead of like transporting yeah. somewhere else. Um, so he's walking away. And, you know, Mary just like runs, like bursts through the doors and, you know, she hugs them and she's just like, you know what, I'm not okay. I, it, It's like saying so much with just like few words and she's crying and it's like, yeah, you know, she's finally like opening up to him, which is what he wanted like all along. And I love, and I think the reason why I also fell in love with with this book is because I love their fights because their fights are realistic fights Yes, because, you know, he's just like, why don't you talk to me? And you can understand her, her side, and then you can understand his side, but it's, it's, to me, it's believable of, yes, you would have a fight with someone that, you know, you like, that you, that you've fallen in love with, and they're just, like, not opening up to you, but, you know, on the other hand, you know, this person's going through a lot, and I just, um, I, that's why I love their love story, and that's what I mean with details, because she wrote, a lot more detail in this relationship because I think this book was specifically uh, on this couple and it wasn't trying to set up everything else. The setup for the following book, the setup, you know, for other side stories was very minimal, which I like, but she focused really on Rage and Mary and I really like that. And of course, I love their ending. Um, and I think she really shows throughout the books the struggle it's not just oh vampire meets you know girl and and, you know or she gets kidnapped and that's how they fall in love or it's nothing like that they actually have they meet and they have you know an actual problem a situation to deal with and um and and you know and then they get to understand they get to a point where they understand each other they fall in love and you know, it goes on and on and on. But, um, but that's why I like this story and their love story. And that's just one of my favorite parts. And then throughout the story, and Uh I I forgot to mention this, my favorite part in the first book is not even between Rath and and, uh, Beth. It's Uh actually Butch meeting these, um, (laughs) the vampires. (laughs) That's my favorite is, him interacting with them, him interacting, uh, them interacting with, with him. And, uh, and I like, he's uh vicious roommate, right? Yes. He Not, becomes yeah, vicious roommate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I love that that relationship and you keep seeing it throughout the book. Um, and you just I, I like how they write each other. Like there's like they're not just, you know, vampires who are deadly and they don't get along with anybody. You know, it's it's vampires who they to me they're they're more civilized i guess and i think that's why i like this this series is because yes they're vampires but they also are very you know like normal people yes i am glad you touched upon that okay so there's two things that you actually did mention that i wanted to emphasize first is how you described uh rages and mary's relationship this is and it's true she focused solely on the couple even though we get the lesser part we get like an insight there from bella and you know one of the other lessers and stuff that becomes important in the next book and stuff Uh, that was the setup but after that the entire book is mainly them both dealing with this new attraction that they have and obviously um uh, mating and you know coming to terms with mary's illness so all of these things that i'm mentioning right now feels realistic even though we're talking about a fantasy book we're talking about vampires and stuff but the fact that they're actually this like humans go through the same thing also and stuff so that's why it like it's fiction but it 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 comes out real and stuff. That's why this book is very, it's, it's different from Wrath and Beth's book because like you said, this is the second part that I wanted to emphasize that you mentioned. The first book was truly, even though they got their um, happily ever after and, and we'll continue on in later books, but this sets up the entire world. We meet the characters. Um, I'm talking about Beth and Wrath's book. And as you mentioned, we also get important introductions to main characters that will come up later in the series. So Wrath and Beth's book was more about setting up the world and characters. Mm-hmm. Rages and Mary's book was solely on their love story. You know, and obviously what's going, but their story was first, then the, the world um, that they're, you know, the human world and the vampire world was like secondary. You mainly saw Rage and Mary and doing, you know, um, interacting their drama and obviously declaring their love and, and the miracle that happened at the end and stuff. So, yes, it's absolutely true. Now that they reflect on it, you know, back then I would just binge read these books and I'm like, oh, my God, I need to get the, sec- the third one in or the fourth one, whatever and stuff like that. But being older, I'm reflecting on, OK, so this is how she's doing it. We we get the standard set up in the first book and a little bit of the of the main characters okay they live happily ever after the second book boom we get more of that love story and stuff and the his i'm sorry the um the world around them is secondary and we see we will see this give or take you know um in the later books and stuff but um you are not mistaken, readers, if you read these books and you see that. They're like, oh, I wanted to hear more about this couple, but we ended up getting more about, you know, what they're doing in the background and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's how J.R. Warden writes and stuff. She, um, even if it, the book is mainly about a couple, you may get more about the world than the couple itself. But everybody gets their happily ever after, you know? So at least you know that. <laughs> Before, yeah, 
just bear with it. Some books are going to feel longer because you're like, oh, come on. I don't want to hear about this third or fourth character in the background and stuff. Like, I want to hear about them. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not alone there. You're not alone there. Okay. We, as longtime fans, know this. This is why we skip some of those parts. And we read them the first time. Okay. <laughs> but then we went back the second time or, you know, we read them as many times as we did. Um, we skipped. We skipped all those parts and just concentrated on who we wanted to concentrate on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're not alone there. But once again, um, good books to start off and stuff. And like Cindy mentioned, the first one, don't be put off on it. All those characters that you see in Lover, um, Dark Lover, is, are, are important. They're going to be major uh, events that involve those people in later books. So if you feel like it's a slow burn and stuff or taking too long because these books are like 500, you know, 600 pages, I think, you know, give or take. And the audios are long. They're like 12 hours, 17 hours, something like yeah. that, I think. Yeah. Yes. See? Yeah. Well, I don't mind listening to them because I'm a fan and such, but there will be some books where, you know, you find yourself like, damn, this is taking for long, you know? But bear with it. Bear with it. All of this information is important because of how the series involves. Yeah, so and and, with... and I think I think for like Wrath and stuff like that, I think that's why I think she probably listened to her. Either I think she had in mind that you know the first book was gonna be a setup for everything, and I think that's why she might have done like a side book. Um, concentrating specifically or he or she probably just really read you know comments from her fans saying we want more of Beth and Wrath and stuff like that yes yeah absolutely I think that's why she ended up making more books down the line so that's what I'm saying like it this series okay that you're beginning audience is a slow burn it's a very slow burn but every book has its purpose um, even if you think it doesn't, uh, in the immediate, I'm sorry, like immediately, but later on, continuing on into, you know, other later, uh, books, they're important. So they build on each other and stuff, but, um, they are good. I mean, there's some people who are, you know, don't get the hype of J.R. Warden and the Brotherhood and such. Oh, well, everybody has their opinion. Um, but we <laughs> have been longtime fans and we will continue to do so <laughs> as long as she keeps writing good. Um, but for that, we'll leave it as is. So thank you so much for joining us on this duo uh, episode and uh, join us next time. Until then, this is for the Love of Books podcast, your host, Lucy and Cindy. Yes. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.